speaker talk. Banned from TV by Nate Show, Big Pun, Cameron, Jiddicus, Styles P, and Nori. Pedro, introduce yourself to uh, the listeners. Uh, I'm Pedro. I know David from way back in the days of the uh, comic blogosphere back in 2008. Yeah, that sounds far. I used to run a small little, uh, oh, I used to run a small little website called Funny Book Babylon with a couple of other people. And me and David vibed, and a bunch of us vibed. And we kind of had the same ideas about comics and music and TV and just a bunch of other stuff. And I've known David since then. And, like, speaking of vibing, I think pretty much all of our friend group loves Band from TV from uh, Noriega's. Was it on Godson? No, it was on uh, NORE. Yeah, it's on NORE, which is. It's, uh, was it? Yeah, because there's CNN, War Report, and they, after that, they, uh, since Capone was put away, Nori was kind of bl- blowing up. So then Nori had his, uh, this was like, I think, his first album, and everybody was just like kind of waiting for this to come. And I'm even, I always forget the Swiss Beats produced this. Yeah, I, I actually, I feel like I just found that out today when I was looking up the song, and I've listened to this song like thousands of times. <laughs> And it's it's in that weird space where uh, there are a whole bunch of other rap songs that were like doing that thing where they were – it was a very obvious sample that was like in the front of the song. I know there was Cameron who did the uh, that Monday Night Football beginning. Oh, dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun. And there was just like – and then Puffy was just do, milking the hell out of that. And this one, you know, a lot of people probably – I wonder who would have known, like who would have known that was a 2001 Space Odyssey movie theme? Because I didn't even see that movie till like maybe much later. Yeah, I didn't but, see it till like 2014 or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, it's the same with me. And but it, it's it obviously sounded like something that had been sampled from someplace else. Yeah, it, it sounds like now that I know it's a sample, it's super obvious. But at the time, it just sounded familiar, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'd heard it somewhere, but it might not be, like, a specific thing. It was sort of more like a, a vibe or something like that. But this is, like, one of the all-time New York posse cuts. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is That's why I picked it. And I, I had no idea what you... Re- when you asked me, like, what songs I wanted to uh, talk about, I thought about something that affected me emotionally or something that reminded me... Of some of it in my life, and I was like, nah, I, I just want to do a huge New York City posse cut. And I don't know, do you even feel that people do huge posse cuts anymore? I feel like that's a. Not like that's this. Like a, no, no. None of the. where everybody gets a single verse and everyone's expected to kind of like tear it up. Oh, yeah, like Winter Wars or something. Yeah. And there's also this weird. with this one too is that they're all loosely affiliated or they're slightly connected. It's not like they're part of a collective. Mm-hmm. So, one of my favorite things about the song is that you, except for Staten Island, you pretty much get all the little sections of New York City. You get the Yonkers, you get Brooklyn, you get Bronx, you get Manhattan, and you get Queens, and they all get covered by at least by somebody. And it's, it's not like intentional; it's just just that's how that scene was. Yeah, at that time. And I think all these dudes, with maybe the exception of Noriega, like they've got a reputation for being lyrical. <laughs> yeah, even Cameron. I always forget that with Cameron. Yeah. And like, like uh, his verse is ridiculous. 
like there's that opening part and there's that uh was it oh where he goes seeing my story and then he spells out in just the way he says six thousand six hundred sixty six pages yeah and then you know and then the wordplay where he falls up with like the six aces and then six cases <sighs> tip places he always has some kind of weird angle that he's coming from like a a traditional thing from but so when did you hear this song like when it came out like did you get oh, the yeah, album yeah, yeah. well there yeah cuz as a being from Queens I'm a pretty big Queensbridge guy and the war report hit and it just kind of like blew up everything and everybody was just like this is the most amazing thing ever and was it and then there was a I think that summer or like around that time it was like that album had NRE then Bad from TV and then Super Thug and I think Super Thug was like the one that I think everybody remembers from this album mm-hmm. and I heard all this stuff and it was just like oh and it had like all my favorites and I I don't even thinking back with the I'm trying to think of even the locks or like like were the locks on the edge of being famous or about to be famous I and feel I can't like after Junior Mafia fell off the locks blew up so it would mm. have been like 97, 98 Okay. But this like, was I feel even like, before they were part of uh, Rough Riders, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like everybody is about to, is kind of like about to blow up or near the peak to blow up or they're like starting to burn up. Mm-hmm. And like this, getting all of them on like the same album at the, the same track at the same time is just amazing. And then there's that, uh, it's hard to tell now with Pun being dead, where Nori says like Pun wasn't even supposed to be on this. Yeah. <laughs> like he just had to do it. Like yeah, he snuck away and she's like, I'm just gonna put myself on this. And you mentioned that this is I think you said it's not even like a top three pun verse. Oh no 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 no. I don't even like the the argument of who has the best verse and oh, that's yeah. also the thing when you have one of these extended posse cuts is who had the best verse you know like everybody was very good but you always have that and i know me and my brothers still have this ongoing fight over uh nature versus noriega and he says this is probably one of the better noriega verses oh for sure yeah what he says, he, he just enjoys Norega's verse, and you know, like the nature one is what you expect from nature, but just having Norega send out. And then, okay, so whatever the nature Norega Cameron's really good, you know, where does Pun stand out? And he's like, he's probably got the third best verse on this, yeah, which is wild for that guy. Oh, and that's kind of understanding like the whole thing with Jada and Styles P on their verse, where they're switching back and forth, like. Well, it's mostly Jid, and then like Styles kind of like does this thing where he's like kind of haunting him or falling behind. It's like, like the two of them are standing off in a are standing off in like an alleyway, and then like Styles kind of just mentally pops in to back up Jid, and then pops back out. That's how that always that verse feels to me. Oh, totally. I always wonder how they write verses like that. Like, what's the like? Do they split up the like? I get nine bars, you get seven. Mm-hmm. And just they, not, and he, but they have to be writing together because they're they're training off the line. So some like somebody must have they must have written that together. Yeah, because the way they go back and forth on that is just. Plus 
spit us a tear. I should've dropped down my eye. I'm too tired to cry. And I ain't never seen a nigga that's too live to die. They say you get what you ask for. Get it cause you ask for it. And they're they're rhyming with each other, so they they you know like how do you write how do you write nine bars and I write nine bars and then they perfectly rhyme. I, 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 even if Jada wrote all that, it's still like Styles delivers on every line he gives. Yeah, the performance and even like the chemistry, I think, is what makes the locks so good every time they do this kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. I don't even know my favorite locks duo, like if, whether it's Jada and Sheik or Sheik and Styles or. Um, the third option. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like a, they're like uh like the Freebirds, like one of those wrestling tag teams where it's just like they got three members and you could you don't know who you're gonna fight this week. Yeah. And it's like they're just always amazing, and, and there are a couple like uh, triplets and rap that are okay, but I, I don't know. Like I always am not a huge fan of the, when uh, when the Beastie Boys do it. They're fine, but like Jaden Styles just kill it. I think it's the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like, they're always painting... Like, the BC Boys will do a cool song that they'll trade off, and it'll be very hype and up, but, like, Jada, Styles, and Sheik are doing, like, crime fiction set mm-hmm. to a beat. So much of this song has just, like, everything I like about rap music in it. <laughs> like, from the skit that doesn't quite, like, you don't know how it relates to the song, to the crazy amount of people on the song, even down to, like, the verses being just, like, real evocative. Oh yeah, there's a. This is a real like a super rappy nerd song. Like if you're a rap nerd, this song is like, like it's everything. It's got like the the lyricism. It's got the storytelling. It's got like dumb punchlines in it. Even like the the stupid things in it are kind of like hilarious. Like the the pun line was it uh, pumping the shoddy gauging and then hit your shorty while he's body training yeah. and it's like. It's like, yeah, Pun just, you know, murdered your son, but it's like, it's just, it's just like the way he tells it. It's it's, it's hilarious. I was and thinking, then, um, I never listened to Nothing My Mother Said is one of the best <laughs> rap brags ever. The, uh, oh, there's also a good amount of, like, deep New York slang and New York City, like, knowledge in here. Mm-hmm. Like anytime you can, anytime you can like call up uh, the, you can call out a a police brutality line that if you were in New York City you would know what it meant. The Abner Lemieux line, I like sure nature just you know wrap that into a rap song. Mm-hmm. And then also the I Holland think he says the dude's name wrong too. Well, you have to look. He's just trying to fit it into the structure <laughs> of the song, and it sounds hot, and we're just gonna forgive it. Yeah. We're just gonna let him be okay with bending it, bending it up. But just oh, all the little, like little nuggets of like, oh, we did you do this or are you there around this time? That's in this song. Like one of my, uh, what's one of my favorite little, little bits in here? Like I even think of uh, the Spreewell line. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy to think that that was so long ago, and like he's uh now he's uh he's a Knicks legend, unfortunately, or I guess fortunately. <laughs> I think of uh what else is a my favorite? Like uh, I remember the one time I went through the song, and uh, when Nature's like talking about his like height and his weight. Yeah. 
oh, is he, you know, like, what's his BMI? Or even, like, that line about getting pussy with his father's features. Like, I just, I, like, I, I, the, like, every other line of the song is, like, something that, like, just makes me, like, just even imagining the way that looks or just thinking about the way that, like, is structured. Or, like, the subtext of it, too. Like, he looks like his father. Like, there's, there's something in there, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like how New York this song is too. Because I first heard this, I was um, I must have been living in Virginia at the time, and like I didn't know anything about New York except what I like figured out from Wu Tang albums. So this was just like a hard dose of uh, 1998 New York City. And it's even the there's a twinge of the mafioso Scarface uh, gang life stuff in here, and Wu Tang kind of does that. Ghost does that. Of- occasionally but this is very very different than you know the wu-tang or that like that really rizza scaled down piano production yeah this sounds super heroic yeah oh yeah and compared compared to that i could see listening to this after hearing like and i think i was super into wu-tang around this time uh going uh going back and forth between like oh ghost and raekwon and then going to this and uh lost boys and whatever queen bird stuff and this was just i don't know this just hit a spot in my heart that like anytime i hear this song it just super excites me yeah do you have like an utmost favorite line it's hard it's yeah. hard i think the one i think about the most is um i gotta call it like i see it talk it like i be it walk on my walk thugged out orthopedic <laughs> oh, damn i'm trying to think it pretty much every one of nature's lines is like it's something you could put on instagram as an inspirational quote <laughs> 98 live no replays quit at 16 easy. or throw in extra bars so tell a friend to tell a friend. Oh gosh! And then what is it? Uh, uh, I always go. You know, I always cheat. I always go back to pun his imagery. I always think about like what he's describing, like the part about Uzi or hearse and leave you double dead. Mm-hmm. And just the the like the the play on that, just like just big punch showing up and you know, in wherever he is and just pulls out the Uzi and just filling your hearse and you're already dead. And just like leaving you double dead, but <sighs> I think Cameron borrowed that idea um, in the Dipset era because he had that line about Harlem Shake at your wake and shoot your funeral up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if I have to have a favorite line, I'm just gonna say I really I, I can't get over the way that uh, Cameron always says six thousand six hundred sixty six pages. Sick places. See my story, 6,666 pages. Wages, I wrote six aces. And at the same dice game, I caught six cases. All over big faces. And the way he paces the words in that line. Yeah. To, like, make it fill with the rest, the next line. Where, uh, rolled six aces in the same dice game. I caught six cases all over big faces. Like, I guess that's always... Every time I hear that, it just the way he like the way he just sets up that line. All right, that's not a lie. The, my favorite goddamn line in that song is the one where he's like, uh, "Oh, I've been sunning people for so I've been sunning niggas for so long. I think I got a grandson." Yeah, <laughs> I think that that that. <laughs> and I was thinking about that because there's like there's a 
I told you how there's a grandson version of this song because Wayne did his, did a version of Vanford TV, and then Little Vert did Little Uzi Vert did a version of Van from TV. So like the song does have a grandson at this point. I think this dropped in '98, and then the Wayne one dropped in like I want to say like 2008. And I think the and then the Little Uzi Vert dropped like maybe like like two years ago. Mm-hmm. So this idea that like the song is. I don't know, like, yeah, the idea that the song is just going to keep, like, if the song is so hot or the beat is so hot, people are going to discover it, and they're just going to, like, they have to, like, they have to, like, do their version or touch it up. But, yeah, when th- I really like the 666, or 6,666 pages line, too, because, like, some things are just pleasant to hear, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, just the yep. lyrical quality or flow or whatever. Oh, yeah, even the fart before where he goes six... Well, he says sick, and then he's you know he says sick, and then he says six, and then he says six again, and then just evoking the number and the way that word, the number sounds again over and over again in the same space. I don't know if I was a, if I was a, if I knew anything about poetry, I imagine that's got its own name. You're a pun super fan. Is that fair to say? Well, he's it's you know it's one of the things where like something could be. There's things that are great, there are things that are best, and then there are things that are your favorite, and Pun is my favorite rapper. Okay. Is he the best rapper? Probably not. But is he my favorite rapper? Yeah. And I guess he, this song is kind of evocative of that. Being able to spit out a whole bunch of bars, be able to rhyme properly, being able to kind of tell a story, give a throw, throw line, stick images in your head, and just Pun does it all for me. And... How did you feel about Pun when you first heard this song? Were you already familiar with him? Oh yeah, yeah. at this point, Pun had already dropped like a couple of things, and I already had I had like listened to Capital Punishment like six million times, and that's like the oh yeah, that's like that's the one I don't know that the I think Capital Punishment came out the year before, and at that point, it was just like. That's what even made me want to go and find this song on Jump was just knowing that Pun was on it. Speaker talks. 